I do realize that this thought experiment has become ubiquitous enough that there are even memes inspired by it, so I don't wish to insult your intelligence, but do let me briefly explain the Schrodinger's cat experiment so that we can jump into what it was actually meant to be. So in 1935, Austrian physicist Erwin Schrodinger was getting fed up by how other physicists were interpreting quantum mechanics as it pertained to the everyday. Primarily, he wanted to push back against some shit that Einstein was trying to sell in a paper he'd published published with Boris Podolsky and Nathan Rosen on a particularly weird aspect of quantum mechanics, quantum superpositions. So quantum superpositioning concerns a situation where an atom, or like a photon, can exist in a combination of more than one state at the same time, depending on what the possible outcomes of that state could be. So at that point in time, the theory that everybody had kind of been running with was the Copenhagen interpretation, which said that a quantum system, so an atom or a photon, remained in the superposition until it interacted in some way with the external world or was observed by somebody in it. So at that point it would collapse into one of the potential states depending on what the situation was. So Einstein had made an analogy of an unstable keg of gunpowder just chilling out in a bunker. It always had the potential to explode, and it probably would eventually, but it was unexploded until it wasn't. And down in a bunker where we couldn't see or hear it, even though we know it's there, we have to assume that it's in one one or the other of those states, and really, because we don't know, it's in both states. So Schrodinger was like, uh, okay, I hear you Einstein, but uh, hold my logger. So the Schrodinger's cat experiment, which is a thought experiment, no real cats were cast into eternal quantum superposition, imagined a cat being locked in a steel chamber, sort of kind of like that whole bunker thing in Einstein's thought. So in this chamber with the cat is a radioactive atom, and it's that atom that will determine whether the cat is dead or alive. Because if and when the atom decays and begins to emit radiation, which, I mean, maybe it will and maybe it won't, and we don't know when it will and when it will start and how long it will be and all those other variables, eventually, if it does, the cat will be dead. And without looking into the chamber, we won't know if at any point the cat is dead or if the cat is alive. So the Copenhagen interpretation would say, all right, well, the cat is both dead and alive. And until we look and confirm the state it's actually in, it's in both of these states. So the Copenhagen interpretation would say, okay, well, the cat is dead or alive, and until we look and confirm the state it's actually in, because we can't see it, we gotta just be like, it is both dead and alive. So now, contrary to what a lot of people assume, Schrodinger's cat thought experiment was not meant to support the Copenhagen theory. He actually thought that whole mess was kinda kooky, and he felt that the absurdity of what the cat experiment demonstrated, also demonstrated the absurdity of the prevailing theory of quantum mechanics. So as he said, it is typical of these cases that an indeterminacy originally restricted to the atomic domain becomes transformed into macroscopic indeterminacy, which can then be resolved by direct observation. That prevents us from so naively accepting as valid a blurred model for representing reality. In itself, it would not embody anything unclear or contradictory. There is a difference between a shaky or out-of-focus photograph and a snapshot of clouds and fog banks.
Even still, the Schrodinger's cat experiment and the Copenhagen theory remain a fundamental part of the quantum physics canon, and actually it's the comparisons between these two that have provided plenty of fodder for theoretical physicists over the last century or so. One of which is Hugh Everett's Many Worlds interpretation, which basically says that the cat is like all the things. So even after the box is opened and the cat state is revealed, both possible states, dead and alive, continue to exist, but are decoherent from each other. So kind of like basically alternate universes. So if you are looking at the dead cat, there is also a state in which you would be looking at a live cat. But these two equally real and possible states exist in two parts of the universe and cannot interact with one another. So like parallel universes, which like, I don't know, that makes me feel better about life because I don't know about y'all, but like if there's an alternate slash parallel slash opposite universe to the one that we are currently in, I would totally volunteer to go to there. I mean, as long as it's not full of decaying radioactive material.